Get ready. Soon people like you and me will be the best of friends, even though the SAT will still be culturally biased in your favor. Who would say that? Uh, I feel like that's how Masiedega would say. No. No? No. It sounds like a white person would say that, but I don't think... uh... No. <laughs> no? Who, who would say that? Oh, you wait, want me to wait, say wait. it again? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I give up. You give up for real? You don't want me to say it again? One more time. One I mean, more time. FYI, people, this was a paraphrase. I didn't write down the actual quote, but if you, you know the it, quote? The, one, the ones who know it, know it, okay? <laughs> All right. So you want me to say it again or you you want me to just tell you? Say it again. Say it again. Okay. Get ready. Soon people like you and me will be the best of friends, even though the SAT will still be culturally biased in your favor. I don't know who said that. (laughs) All right. This was the Black History Month episode. Penny and Zoe are, they're like, they traveled back in time. This is when there was segregation. And this is Penny telling Zoe that they're going to be friends. Like, in the future, um, even though she said the SAT will still be culturally biased in white people's favor, which it is. So, <laughs> some just some levity from the proud family people. Ain't nothing like. <laughs> An early 2000s cartoon that takes you back in time where racism existed. I know those are those are the weirdest. Not existed, but you know, like segregation existed, racism still exists. (laughs) I had to pull this quote off the dome because one, I forgot to pick one for the episode, write it down. But also, it's still Mm -hmm. Black History Month, people, and we're still doing our Black History Month series. Um, But Code, do you want to tell for the new people? What are they listening to right now? Oh, you listening to the Toon Nation podcast. Two grown-ass niggas talking about cartoons, anime, anything out of the sun, since we just love to talk about that stuff. And we wanted the platform to talk about it. And this week, we're sticking, like she said, with the Black History Month theme. And we're doing the Proud Family, because the reboot is coming back this week. Or at least whenever you listen to it, it's already out. I don't know. Yeah. It'll definitely be out by the time this this goes live. But at the time of this recording, the new Proud Family reboot is two days away, people. But I got to tell you, I rewatched every single episode for this for for our episode. And the show, the show is phenomenal. It is an amazing work of television. Remember our very first episode when we were talking about our top five shows? Mm hmm. I, I was do, trying I to remember that. I was I was talking to myself and I was like, why wasn't this one of your top five shows? Because it has everything that you could want. It has lots of comedy, um, really smart show, great characters. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, the, the cartoon shenanigans are there. It's just an all-around amazing show. And it's black as hell. It's as Super black dark. as the last show we talked about, which was the boondocks. It's for us, by us. There ain't no mistake about it, really. That's facts. I mean, it's very prevalent. It's more just like 
a celebration of our culture at the time, but also trying to educate, you know, not just young black kids, but any kids about black history and anything under the sun. So yeah. it was really cool going back and watching it and just like, just seeing like how well made the show was. Cause I mean, like you said, we remember lo- loving the show growing up, but I didn't like, it still holds up today. Like every episode is still hilarious. It definitely still holds up today. Um, no, you, you hit the nail on the head with that one. There's like things discussed, topics that are tackled in this show that I don't think modern cartoons are touching per se. At all. Not at all. <laughs> I wrote down some of them. Um, homelessness, racism, segregation, as what we mm-hmm. lightly touched on in our opening quote. Ableism. Uh, an ableism ze- episode? Yes. Xenophobia. Oh. All of that, <laughs> which is very brave at the time. But I'm thinking in my head, like, well, if there is a show that's going to ta- tackle all of these, like, real issues, it would be a Black show like this to do it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It really would. I mean, it's the perfect it's the perfect platform. Um, but, you know, we're just going to geek out and give the show all the praise and flowers it deserves as we get ready for the the new one to come out um so first off any notable favorite episodes from you code i think one of my favorite episodes going back because what i i didn't watch every single episode like you did i'm not dedicated to the cause like that but (laughs) i did watch at least like 20 episodes i did like the first 10 that's like a season it is it is like the first season so i did like the first 10 and then i would looked up some like top 10 episodes just to like spread it out so I could just get a little bit of everything. And um I think one of the ones that really stick out to me is behind family lines. So that's when BB and CC they're gonna get baptized. And uh yes and Penny thinks it's a great idea to get her mom, Trudy's family to come and also get Oscar's family to come. But, you know, it's one of those oh one family's ratchet as fuck. And the other family's real stuck up and they got money. Have you ever heard like money? Have you ever heard that it's always the dad side that's the ghetto side? Have you ever heard that before? I don't think I've ever heard that before. I think that's honestly. like the stereotype is like your daddy's side is like the fucked up side of the family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that true for you? <laughs> uh, I think they both mixed. No, no, it's I think it's the opposite. It's the opposite. Oh, it's the opposite. Yeah, I mean, there's ratchet people on both sides. You just gotta look for them. They might show up from time to time. <laughs> but like, direct family, nobody's really ratchet, you know? You know niggas got the grease over here, so... Okay, I love... Family, there... family thriving on both sides. Was there ever... Um, did you ever have something like at your house, the holiday that y'all were celebrating where both sides of your family came and stayed with you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, this episode reminded me of a Thanksgiving that we decided to host one time. And it wasn't just, like, it wasn't, like, both sides of the family that came, but it was more actually, this is actually, this brought me to another side. Okay, two stories. (laughs) One, we just had Thanksgiving. It was just my dad's side. Um, One of my uncles is married to a white woman. We love her. We love her. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, also, so she was like, I don't know if she was married before, but she had kids before she was married to my uncle. So they had, she was like, I have like another cousin. She's white too. 
And then uh, their family is just you got a kinda, lot of white people in your family. I just named two white people. And you said that's a lot. A lot. How that is that is a lot? lot. <laughs> I barely a... see them. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so my uncle's family is like built up. So they have like one grandkid, uh, my cousin, uh, that like the the white cousin I have, she's already married, so she brought two of her stepkids. It was really packed in this fucking house. Not to mention, like, we got the grandparents, too. And the other aunts and uncles and kids, and, like, you know, they they decided that we also have family to north of where we live. And they, mm-hmm. They're the ratchet ones. They decided to come down. You know, they loud. They don't give a fuck. I actually had a cousin from up north who stole uh, somebody you know. They stole one of our Game Boy advances. <gasps> Are you for real? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you know who it is. I'm not gonna mention their name on the podcast, but they stole his Game Boy Advance, and like <laughs> he got in trouble because his mom thought he lost it. But that was not the that's case. fucked up. <laughs> but the wretched side came down to visit like the day after Thanksgiving, and they literally like made my aunt and uncle decide to leave. A day but it's your light skin cousin, right? It's the light skin one. It's the light skin cousin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> His Game Boy Advance got stolen by my my cousin. That fucking sucks. <laughs> it does. It's funny. It's funny going back. But yeah, I just it was one of those times where you like they they scare they scare the people who are reserved and quiet out out mm-hmm. the house. That's what happened. They decided to leave a whole day early. I was like, damn. damn. I mean, granted, I'm we had Thanksgiving. Like we had Thanksgiving, but like mm-hmm. instead of leaving on like Sunday, they left on Saturday. We're like. That's tough. <laughs> I'm kind of like you. Um, so I also had, I think it was Christmas. Um, family members from my mom and dad's side came to stay with us for the holidays. And similar to you, I think that both sides of my family have ghetto-ness in them. Um, mm. So my my dad's side is West Indian people uh, who immigrated to New York. So it's like West Indian New Yorkers. And then my mom's side is like, I'm sorry to do this to y'all, but y'all are West Virginia bumpkins, like country bumpkins. That's what y'all are. You're not so, from West Virginia? Yes. Like the oh, mountains. That's tough. <laughs> Up in the mountains. That's a they tough have like, childhood. Yeah. Oh, you ain't got to tell me. Every time we go to visit, I'm like, damn, this is where y'all niggas grew up. Right. But, actually they actually got along very 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 well and like Mm -hmm. some some like family members on both sides are close with each other i'd be on the phone with my aunties and they'd be like oh how's uncle so-and-so and And i'd be like oh they're good so it actually was very fun like i felt like penny in that episode because it was just like amazing having both sides of your family all together at the house it's like a crossover episode like when mm-hmm. you <laughs> when your favorite cartoons have a crossover episode that's what it feel like when both sides of your family be at the house like when the first um, moderate meat <laughs> literally <laughs> it was it was mad dope um but i also like had a <laughs> my cousin will probably never live this down but i had an older cousin who like stole money out of my piggy bank <laughs> and got caught it was like <laughs> damn that would be the ghetto cousin that still stole your money but i mean how, how I much got, money you have in the piggy bank i think she took like maybe like 50 dollars. it was a lot of money 50 dollars in your piggy bank yes what? 
I would don't even know what I was stacking that bread for because That's what I, I was, say, bro. I was a little I was a little ass kid and I really had bread in my piggy bank. <laughs> I had no concept of saving money then. Barely now, but especially not as a child. Oh, my parents, they drilled it into me and my brother. They made it like a whole like we're taking you to the bank to set up a banking account. You guys are gonna have a checking account. Like it was this whole thing. And we both went home with piggy banks. Yeah, we that. did all that, except they didn't give us allowance. So what's the point? <laughs> so how why they give you an, an account and you can't and with no money to put in it? That's a great question. That- you could go, you could ask them the next time you see. <laughs> That is hilarious, but I, that is such a great episode because it does, like, I feel like that might not have been our experience, but I'm sure there are Black families out there that when both sides get, you know, you got your uppity side, mm-hmm. um, which it makes sense that Trudy's side would be the uppity side, but I didn't expect Oscar's side to be so damn ghetto. Like, <laughs> we had Shout some out great the voice performances. Actors, yeah, yes, Anthony some great great performances yes anthony anderson was great um i think i think shirley ralph is in that episode i'm not sure but i feel like she was um and who plays trudy's sister the one on broadway mm, it's, figure it's, out. it's either like vivica fox or one of the, one of the old aunties plays her and like just nails it every time That would make sense. Uh, yeah. And I don't even know what Trudy's dad does because he's like Dr. something. Dr. Parker, whatever his name is. It's cute uh-huh. that like her maiden name is Parker. They're the Parker. That's also like just like a black family name, the Parkers. You ever yeah. met any white Parkers? Peter no. Parker. Oh, fuck. Okay, you got me. <laughs> that's, that's the most famous Parker. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> The Parkers and the Prouds beefing. They had the little family football game, <laughs> tackling each other. But you mm-hmm. know what was what was really wholesome about that episode is while the, the aunties and the uncles is bickering, the cousins, Penny and her two cousins, they was just like, "What's going on, y'all? We a family. We supposed to love each other." <laughs> and that's the moral of the story. That pretty much is the moral of the story. And then they still had to be tricked to show up to the baby shower or the, the I, baptism. <laughs> I know, but I that that is uh it's so black because a baptism does bring people together. I mean, if your family is like really like Christians like that, which mine mm-hmm. were <laughs> a baptism is like, oh, this ain't no game. Wait a second, but I feel like babies get christened, not baptized. <sighs> Maybe I mean same thing. They put them in, in water and I bring guess them back. You're right. I thought a christening is when they just sprinkle the water on you, like they just. I think that's what they like. You first have the baby, like. They you do seen that, that video? Too. Have you seen that video in that Catholic church where that pastor was just dunking babies in this water? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> you gotta teach them how to swim early. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I love that. Um, another. So that's a great one. Another episode that I really liked that kind of was like a, I don't know how to describe it. It was just like, it made you feel good about yourself was um, uh, the Kwanzaa episode. Do you remember this one? It's just uh, the homeless family. 
Yes, the homeless family. Uh Um, And of course, Oscar, he's such a like a penny pincher grouch, does not want this family in his house, doesn't even want to give them money. But of Uh course, they convince him and they bring him in and they kind of like, you know, talk about their lifestyle, how they let go of like their worldly possessions. And everyone's like tiptoeing, tiptoeing over the fact that they're homeless. And Sugar Mama just is like, what, they homeless? Like she just says it (laughs) flat out like. That's what they are. Um, uh-huh. And they like celebrate Kwanzaa, which, okay. I have a hot take about that. Lay it on me. Okay, so I don't know if I told you, like during Christmas time, I was just trying to like find a bunch of old cartoon specials because that's what I used to love watching back in the day. Just to you know, get the holiday spirit. So I did watch the Proud Family one, and I also watched the Rugrats one too. That was also a quasi episode. One thing what? I noticed, yeah, Susie's family uh, or Susie's aunt celebrated oh, Kwanzaa, okay, okay. and she taught everybody about Kwanzaa. Okay. And like, I, I I go back with my childhood, and they they talk about Kwanzaa all the time. I, I don't know a single person who celebrates Kwanzaa, like in my life, like no, I don't know anybody who celebrates Kwanzaa. Me neither. That's what I'm saying. And my my black ass went to HBCU, and I still didn't meet no niggas that celebrated Kwanzaa. Don't know a nan nigga out there celebrating Kwanzaa. Exactly, man. I'm like, I, I hear I about thought, it. I get it. But like, first know. of all, I thought Kwanzaa was an African holiday. Same. I mean, it. But it's it an really African American holiday. <laughs> right. Comes from Dr. Umar type shit. Dr. Umar. Um, okay, well, there's a caveat for me because at my church, um, we do the Kwanzaa thing, like we light the candles type of thing, and we have a little reading and we do all that. We don't do the 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 call and response thing, but there is some like candle lighting, multiple multiple day ceremony thing. I don't even know if it's called Kwanzaa or if our church is just freestyling, but <laughs> never celebrated ever. I don't even think. Mm. If I was like, "Yeah, like let's do Kwanzaa," he wouldn't even know what to do. Not, <laughs> like, a, not at all. Not at all. Do you it's do just... you even still get gifts during Kwanzaa? Mm-mm. When I think of Kwanzaa, I think of that episode of Everybody Hates Chris, where uh, Chris was just like, "My dad only celebrated Kwanzaa because he didn't want to buy gifts for Christmas." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think about. No shade so, to Kwanzaa, but it just don't sound yeah. like a holiday for me. Hey, educate us. Let, I mean, if you really doubt you celebrate Kwanzaa every year, let us know. Let us know the importance. I get it. It's like about like you know, celebrated black people, African American family people. and unity. And... Right. I can get down with all those things. Right. I like family and unity, that but makes... I also like trees and cookies too. So exactly. you know. <laughs> I mean, if you ain't got like a hit like last Christmas or something, like. It's kind of hard to celebrate a holiday without us. You know what, Code? You know what? Let's let's celebrate Kwanzaa this year. Let's do it. I mean, okay. We get we'll do both holidays. Do Kwanzaa and Christmas. Oh, I was doing Christmas regardless. So yeah. Right, right, right. But we 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 are gonna get in touch with our roots, okay? Our roots. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I think if I went back to my ancestors, they'd be like, I don't know what you talking about. Have you, do you know your ancestry? I think they did it at a family reunion one time. And it's in like a book. 
a family reunion book that tells us where we are. But all the way back to Africa. Yeah, they got the slaves in there. What? <laughs> and this was like before, like ancestry.com. They did this in like 2006. Well, you did I this think. by hand. I mean, I did. Somebody else did, but like this is so and so's grandpa, and this was their grandpa, and mm-hmm. wow. See, see, that's what happened. Yeah, that. Yeah, we can't. We can't do that shit. I mean. You my can't mama ain't even I know. Feel like, my I feel mama like didn't know easier. her daddy. So. Uh, that's tough. And you would think the West Indian side would be easier. It's not. I mean, at the end of the day, they're descended from enslaved Africans, just like we are in America. It's, just, it's the same. Well, I shit. feel like you've got like a timeline that's like very like you can see like the, they were when they migrated. Just don't know exactly where they came from, like in Africa, you know. Well, actually, I do because I did do a DNA test. Oh, you gave them your your DNA? I did, I did, and watch me get set up for a crime. I'm gonna get set up for a crime. They're gonna be like, "We got your DNA at the scene. You Mm. the motherfucker that did it." I just so they don't gave my DNA to Apple and Google and Metro or whatever the fuck. It's over for me. But my people, Metro, are the same level as Apple and Google. It's hilarious. Are they not? Metro PCS. No, I'm talking about Metra. That's like the new name of Facebook. <laughs> it's Meta. It's oh. it's Meta. <laughs> you said the wrong thing, not me. Anyway, they said my people's is from Nigeria, Yoruba, to be specific. Yeah, so, hey, a lot of people from Nigeria around here. Yeah, I mean. Shout out to the transatlantic slave trade, but <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> speaking <laughs> speaking of another like celebration holiday, so I have mentioned xenophobia as one of the issues tackled. Did you get a chance to watch the episode where they did the cultural exchange thing? Yeah, that's and... one of my favorite episodes. Really? Tell me why. I mean, if you think about it, this was like 2002, 2003. This is oh, right shit. After, so this is... Yeah, it's right after 9-11. And uh, I'm sure at the time there was a lot of people like sending hate towards people who were like, who were Muslim or who they thought were Muslim. And that wasn't mm-hmm. the case, you know? And mm-hmm. like, I think it's really cool of Disney to like have an episode where they teach them about their values and what they actually do value and how, you know... Yeah. They're not the same people who terrorize your country, right? Right. I, I mean, I, I, it's crazy because, like, people say we didn't have episodes like this growing up, but it's very clear that, like, it felt a lot more progressive than what we remembered it being, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A lot more progressive. Um, so, rewatching that episode was really eye opening. And I don't know, maybe I missed it when I was a kid or I just didn't remember. Like, it was just like, oh, okay, whatever. It's a cartoon. Um, but I really liked it. I liked seeing Penny put on a hijab and oh, yeah. I guess we have to set the background, but like pretty much the episode was this everybody at their school, um, the kids mm-hmm. um lived at another another kid's house to mm-hmm. experience a different culture for that entire week. And so yeah. Penny switched um lives with the girl who was Muslim and mm-hmm. the Muslim girl ended up living with her family. And so she got yeah. to experience what it was like to live with them. It wasn't a complete one-to-one, though, could because, like, okay, for example, Dijonay 
went to the chain triplets house mm-hmm. but the chain triplets oh maybe it was the switch because no. they did go to dejanate's yeah. house and they had the little ponytails they had the babysit um, all the t- all the kids that dejanate got <laughs> Lacianica La had to go to the girl's sister's home, which come to find out their mom was speaking in Patois, like she had a little <laughs> accent. So mm-hmm. the, the girl's sisters were West Indian. And um uh fuck, the girl's sisters were at La Cienica's house learning Spanish. <laughs> they said <laughs> we could have take the business international. <laughs> they said we gonna jack you in two languages. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yo, La Cienica. She said, you know the drill. Hands up, cash out. Um, and yes, and so Penny and what was the girl's name? I think it was like Ra- Rajika, Rabika, something. The Muslim girl's oh, name. Yeah. Something like that. They switched places and I thought it was interesting. I do want to point out something about... I know they spent some. I know that the prime goal of the episode was just like stop like any type of hate against people who were Muslim, right? But Deja Day goes to an Asian household. Main, I don't know if that was the main goal of the episode because I see what you're about to say. Go ahead. I was just, and then Deja Day goes to like the Chase household, which I assume they're Chinese, I believe. And all right. all it is is just kind of stereotypes because the Changs are super smart. And her dad, yes. their dad just like pressed him on the, like the grades. Like she didn't learn anything cultural wise. It's just that she had no. to study a lot to get grades. Mm-hmm. She's like mm-hmm. kind of messed up, but you know. He I came just... in, he came in, the dad, and he was like, Hey, you're failing math. Here are all these books, like you gotta study. And she's mm-hmm. like, Failing math, I have a B. And he was like, A B, which means you can be better and get an A. <laughs> and I'm enrolling your ass in calculus. And I was like, damn, this is kind of stereotypical. I'm not gonna it, lie. It, it really was. It really was. Even even with the the Muslim family, like the the girl that was at Penny's house, like Oscar's like asking her about his snacks, and she's like, "Oh, you care what I think? Like I have an opinion?" Or like telling them like, "Oh, like in the Proud family house, the women are in charge, and they make Oscar make dinner and all of that." I don't know how mm-hmm. you know what's true, what's stereotype, or whatever. Right. Um, but I did like that. Um, when Penny was over at their house that they were practicing Ramadan, uh, which is something that I have had the pleasure of doing a couple, really? a couple years ago. Yeah. It was during when the pandemic first started, me and my friends, we did Ramadan and we fasted and I mean, they, they prayed. I didn't really pray, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did the fasting part though and it was actually a really great like experience. It was a good like spiritual experience. I would like to do it again. Um but yeah. Have you ever practiced Ramadan? Mm-mm. Can't say that I have. Mm-hmm. Fasting for that long would would take a toll on me, I I I assume. It kind of does. I of course was I felt like I was in a way cheating because the job that I had at the time I was working nights so I was already up when the sun was down so it wasn't really nothing to Uh me (laughs) and then I would sleep through the day so you know (laughs) it did get a little bit difficult because you know like especially now with like the seasons changing Mm -hmm. first it was easy because the sun would go down like really early and then the sun just kept going down later and later and I was like, oh, shit, like, I'm kind of hungry. 
but <laughs> it was a good experience. And I really, one thing, one critique, if they do remake this episode in, in the, in the reboot or whatever, mm-hmm. um, them writing on the family's house to like, go back to your country or whatever. I was like, maybe one of the last frames in the episode. They and never addressed that. They did, did they? not address that at all. And then Penny gives her speech at school about her experience. And that was it. Like who, who did that? Yeah. I don't know if like, maybe they cut it out of Disney plus. Like, I don't know if there's like a missing piece, but, but yeah, somebody like, did like a hate crime on the Muslim family. Literally house, did like, a hate crime. And it's like, like, oh my god, this is terrible. And then we cut, and then nothing else, nothing else happens. Nothing <laughs> happens. Literally defaced their property, committed a federal offense, and I was like, oh, but you know, at least we learned each other's cultures. Yeah, yeah. I Justice think, for that family. Justice. Right. I mean, like, if it got, I don't know if it got cut off when like being put on Disney Plus, or if it was cut off when it was shown. Maybe like a part of it was like a little too much for tv but like also like why show that part because i was yeah. like oh my god <laughs> like this is crazy. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking like oh this this is when the episode finna get really real but then the right. credits came on <laughs> I, was like, I was like okay <laughs> we didn't really say if it was like bad but yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um another one i think when i said ableism you were like oh what was the ableism episode right Mm-hmm. so this episode was when um again some crimes were being committed i think um they like someone spray painted like i love you penny or something on the school on the school property or whatever and they trying to figure out like who did it who did it penny has a secret admirer but he breaking rules come to find out it was a nigga in a wheelchair doing it um, and his name was Johnny, and he was voiced by Shia LaBeouf, because I was like, his voice sounds familiar. Who's playing this character? But Shia LaBeouf, this boy named Johnny, he got a crush on Penny, and he flat out asked her, do you want to be my girlfriend? And she's so taken aback, and she doesn't want to hurt his feelings, because he's in a wheelchair. Now she says, yes, I'll be your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She bring this boy home, and you think Oscar, like, the no boys, like, hard-ass parent is going to be like, Penny, you ain't supposed to have no boyfriend? He sees that he's in a wheelchair and he's just like, oh, well, like, you know, like, welcome. They go on a family vacation and Johnny goes with them and he's just being an asshole to Penny. Like he's talking to her crazy, disrespecting her parents. He falling over and nobody really wants to tell him off because it's like, oh, boohoo, Johnny in the wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Finally, Penny puts her foot down and she tells this man to take a walk. She says, you've been disrespecting me. Wait, wait, did she actually family. tell him to take a walk though? Oh my gosh, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> that would be awful if she actually said that. She didn't say that, but <laughs> why, why was my backup going to be take a hike? <laughs> you need a personality check, Johnny. You're rude, obnoxious, inconsiderate. You disrespected my parents, my grandmother, me. You're not a nice person, Johnny. But my family, they are nice people. And I'm sorry I ever brought you around. So why don't you break? <laughs> but she basically says, like, I'm not going to keep coddling you just because, you know, you have a disability. And he was like, OMG, like, you're the first person to treat me like an actual person and not just look at me as someone with, like, a disability. And, but she still breaks up with him. But, like, that was like... Oh, a, she that 
That was an interesting episode too. Penny seems to get the uh the boyfriends that you originally would not want. Yes. Like, stereotypically. Like yes. you know, there's the episode where they go to the amusement park. Yes. And they're talking. Yes. We're on the same page. And they talk there's like two, like four, four boys for all her friends to talk to. They don't know mm-hmm. who which one they want to talk to. So Penny originally ends up talking to like the quote unquote hot guy, and then Lossianica's mean ass, like <laughs> goes behind her back and convinces the hot guy to talk to her. And then Penny ends up with the stereotypical, like super large, large boy. He's a fat boy. What was his right. name? Carlos? Yeah, it was Carlos. Mm-hmm. And Carlos, you know, he he's like, he's huge. He is nose is stuffy. They were doing him dirty though. The whole time. Like he couldn't fit on the ride. They I were really like... mean to him. Like really mean to him. <laughs> Everybody was, honestly. I mean, it's not like he was doing any favors because he'd be like, yeah, but can we go to the food court? Like, <laughs> I'm, Yeah, yeah, that's it, true. That's true. But in typical fashion, she uh, sees the good in Carlos because yes. Carlos can't fit on any of the rides. Oh. So, <laughs> so they go play like carnival games and he wins her a toy and then like the mm-hmm. whole the big action piece is that her 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 siblings BB and Cece end up on a roller coaster and Carlos mm-hmm. saves them and it's a whole thing but yeah she was, she always gets a short end of the stick yeah yeah I mean no not all the time not all the time because you're right Penny has had some interesting partners mm-hmm. um but who was the boy um that's on her on her football team he's like Omar? pretty not Omar, the other boy. He's like the skinny boy. I don't know his name. But I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was the one that was like giving her shit when she wanted to try out for the football team. I think they mm-hmm. like went to the dance together. And then don't forget about um what was his name? Johnny Lovely. You remember him? Who's Johnny Lovely? That's when they had the uh the debutante episode. Actually, Ooh. that was one of the that was one of the few episodes where I wasn't paying attention, so I can't tell you the plot on that one. Oh my but... God. <laughs> but she's like, it's been hit or miss for Penny, you know? Um, she dated everybody. Basically, even though she's the main one that wasn't allowed to have nobody. That's um... facts. <laughs> Why Oscar were her parents like, so strict? I don't know. It's just the stereotypical dad don't want no boys around his teenage daughter type stuff, you know? I get that, but like the only boy she could hang out with was really Sticky and Michael. <laughs> and Michael, <laughs> Michael was so gay. Yes. Yeah, so and also, so that his episode, while we're still on like the issues and topics that the show tackles, his episode was like the homophobia episode. And I did not know that was an episode. That's crazy. Yeah, so this was like the second to last episode of the second season. So it was like mm-hmm. towards the back. Um, but basically everyone was calling Michael like a sissy, which in the show they were treating the term sissy like a slur. And so mm-hmm. when he first got called, when everyone was like, oh my gosh, like you said that. Penny was in Michael's business talking about uh, 
oh, why don't you say something to them? And you you can't just let them talk to, talk about you like that. And you need to stand up for yourself. And Michael's like, oh, Penny, like it's whatever. I already forgot it happened. Like, it, you know, I'm not worried about it. Da, 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 da. But it just mm-hmm. keeps building up to the point where Michael becomes this huge, mysterious monster that beats the shit out of everybody that was like doing him dirty. Um, Yeah, you got to watch the episode. But his character, I also wish they would do more with him in the reboot because yeah we knew he was the gay character his mm-hmm. dad was the football, was a football coach, coach and like the PE teacher and was clearly ashamed of him like would tell him like I told you not to call me dad or people not supposed to know we live together type of thing I'm like what the fuck <laughs> that's how we treated Michael yeah yeah that's crazy that that was there. I, I guess it's a good segue into like, what what do you want to see in the new episodes, the new reboot? Oh man. Okay, so like those two things that I mentioned, like if y'all right. are gonna if if y'all are gonna go after these heavy topics, really be fleshed out about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we've gotten past the point where yes, bravo that you guys did that. That's amazing. Not a lot of cartoons are doing that. Now that's over. Now it's like, okay, can, what what else can you say in a nuanced way that you know furthers the conversation? If you're going to probably do that? like ends up having a boyfriend, I you think know. so? I mean, that's I think that's how you progress it. So, so you know how they had the proud. So I think in the show, Penny and her friends are fourteen, and then in the Proud Family movie, Penny is sixteen. So for this reboot, is she gonna be sixteen still? They're gonna bring I, her back to fourteen. I think in the trailer she's fifteen. She's fifteen? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would like some more backstory on the gross sisters. One. I wanna know why they're so ashy. I, I was gonna know... say, do you know that they're blue because they ashy? <laughs> hmm mm-hmm. I wanna know why they're so ashy. Why they need all that money? What is all this money going towards? Because they be- they definitely ain't spending it on lotion. We know that. So I want to know where all this money that they be collecting is going towards. And I want business. more. I want more backstory on Dejanay too. I want to I want to follow her a day in her life, her chaotic life, while all her step siblings. Just taking care of the baby kids, bro. They are baby kids, and they got the, the most awful names. Tabasco. Tabasco was one of the names, <laughs> uh, like the sister underneath Dijonay, like the second oldest sister. Mm. I'm pretty sure one of them is named Paprika. Uh, <laughs> I mean, those are the ones that come off my head, but they got some. Well, her name is Dijonay. They're all condiments. Because that's, that's, that's Dijon. <laughs> yes. Dijonay. Yes. She even got Dijon mustard colored hair. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's all it all makes sense now. Who's gonna play Stinky? That's a great question. I know. I know. We're doing a quick in podcast Google search right now because I need to know. (laughs) Because I keep hearing like, okay, we all saw Orlando Brown's crackhead face, right? We all saw it. And he got better. He got better. Right. I heard he's a preacher now. He's a preacher too. Allegedly. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I don't know. I don't know. You if can't. Can find you it. can't do this show without Sticky. 
And he's so good at sticky. I love when when he's like Dijonay. Like I love when he says Dijonay. 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 Well, unfortunately, I don't think he's in this one. Yeah. Yeah. You would think the money could entice him back. You know, this is Disney money we talking about. This is Marvel money we talking about, you know? Disney Plus is not, or not Disney Plus. The Proud family does not have Marvel money. But it's under Disney. I mean, yeah. They they got Chloe Bailey and Lizzo and Little Nas X making appearances. Oh, wow. So I I have a list of the guest actors that I found or like noticed while I was watching. Do you want me to go through the list? Go through them. All right. So first. Ooh, excuse me. We got Gloria Allred, you know, the, the civil rights attorney. She handles a lot of the Me Too cases. Um, she was Penny's lawyer on the episode where she wants to play football and the homophobic and sexist coach would not let her on the team because she was a girl. Oh, that's a real lawyer. It's crazy. Yep. That was Gloria Allred. Um, people don't crucify me. I wrote down Prince Zuko. <laughs> Whoever is the voice actor for Prince Zuko? I don't know, but I know who you're talking about. And who did he play? Who did he play? He played um, the Asian boy. Do you remember the episode when Penny got cast as Juliet and Romeo and Juliet? Mm-hmm. And she was supposed to kiss the boy, but the boy was like in an arranged marriage or something. And okay. I yeah. don't know. Him, Shia LaBeouf, boy in the wheelchair, most deaf. I think he played himself because you know the kids would hang out at that um the record that, store. No, it was at the, maybe it was the record store, but they would have like their spoken word contest there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And most Steph was the host. Vanessa, Vanessa Williams, that's who be playing Penny's auntie. That's on Broadway. I'm pretty sure it's Vanessa Williams. I think. Maybe. I think it's, like, the, it's the lady who's on um, Abbott Elementary. Shirley Ralph? Mm-hmm. Maybe. She's on there too. Cedric the Entertainer. I'm pretty sure he plays Bobby, right? He plays Bobby. Somebody look this up. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, he plays Bobby. That's crazy. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, you know, our go, our girl, Cree Summer, plays Peebo. <laughs> love Peebo. Of course, we have Anthony Anderson as one of Oscar's ghetto-ass cousins. Monique was married to one of Oscar's ghetto-ass cousins. Cicely Tyson was in an episode. I don't know which one, but, you know, that's the go. R.I.P. to Cicely Tyson. Solange, I'm pretty sure she played Penny's cousin on her mom's side. Uh-huh. And she also sings the, uh, the, the theme, theme song, song, which is a fucking banger. They got Chloe Haley to sing the new one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I want the original on my Spotify and the and whatever the new one is, too. I know I know. Um, he Who Shall Not Be Named has a remix to the song. I ain't gonna play it. Um, back to my list. That could be a <laughs> lot of people. It starts with a T and ends with a lanes. That's all you get. Um, that probably gave it away. <laughs> It definitely did. Okay. Gabrielle Union, who played Aisha from the Moesha, like, mm-hmm. parody or whatever. 
um al roker who is a fucking evil wizard weatherman <laughs> so he plays himself he plays himself um and he's responsible for one of my other favorite episodes when bb and cc become teenagers mm-hmm. i love that episode mariah carey she plays herself it's uh, a great episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. her monkey gets sick and john witherspoon who do you play? He plays, I want to say he plays Dijanae's dad, I think. He had, I heard him like, out of all the episodes I binge. I know, all, I heard him. I heard him. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I watched that episode. I can't tell which one it was. But yeah, he's in He's in the Proud family. Yes. We also had Little Romeo. <laughs> Is that 15 himself. Cent? Little Romeo played himself? Who played 15 Cent? Oh, I don't know. I think it's Omarion. Maybe. And then Alicia Keys also played herself. Mm-hmm. So not bad. Not bad at all. I mean, they basically got the who's who of black celebrities to be on that show. They really did. But I mean, who who wouldn't want to be like if you were a celebrity back when the Proud family was on, like who would not want to be on that show? I'm not sure. Um, it's it's kind of interesting. Like because, you know, it is, like, a kid's channel, so I'm not sure, like, how big the reach is to, like, actual, like, grown celebrities, but it's pretty clear, like, it had a lasting impact on everybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's something about it that's just, like, so authentically Black mm-hmm. that I'm like, so when y'all gave the Disney executives these scripts, they didn't make y'all change nothing? It didn't seem like it. Mm-hmm. They probably didn't understand. Like- True, true, true. So I also wrote down some of the like pop culture references that I felt like were like, um, if we are kids, how are we going to know this? Mm-hmm. So one of them, they made a reference to the Jet Beauty of the Week. Did your parents ever buy Jet magazines? No, but I always saw it in the in the barbershop. Mm-hmm. My dad, I couldn't pick it up. He bought Jet magazines every week. In fact, he'd be like, "Come on, let's go, let's go see." You know, the new DVDs, the new magazines, da 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 da, da. Um, Luther Vandross, <laughs> they made like a Luther Vandross joke or whatever. And I'm like, I know my ass was not actively, unless I was in the car, mm-hmm. and you know, the R&B station was on. That's the only time we listening to Luther Vandross. Ain't no preteens listening to no Luther Vandross on their mm-hmm. own. Right. And then the little nerdy kid. Myron Lewinsky. His last name was Lewinsky. And you remember that episode where they were like playing like um, Seven Minutes in Heaven or whatever. And then they had the rumors that Penny and Myron were like. Wow. I didn't even realize that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Myron was the man after that. He was lame as hell. (laughs) Myron got girls, bro. You got to tell what you did in the closet. Him and his little inhaler. No, no. I mean, no offense to the people with asthma, but little man got on my nerves. <laughs> so, um, yeah, really, really great, well-rounded show. You know, one. Oh, okay. There's another character that I want. I want to know more about, and I want to see what he's about. The wizard, mm. Wizard Kelly, y'all. <laughs> what do you want to know about Wizard Kelly? I want to know why he's so rich. I know he owns all this stuff and it's like, it all started with a little orange ball. But like, I want to see, because it seems like the Wiz and Oscar went to school together. 
I want to see like episodes of them growing up. You know what I mean? Do you know who Wizard Kelly's based off of? I want to say Magic Johnson. Okay, yeah. I'm just going to make okay. sure you did. Okay, he's supposed to be based off of Magic Johnson, but the nigga kind of reminds me of Shaquille O'Neal, just in like how his hand is like in every industry. He has all these businesses, multiple streams of income. Just yeah, that would be money. Shaq today, but you know, Shaq was like playing at the time. True, you know? true, true, true. But yeah, the Wiz. He's also kind of like an evil character. I mean, all he cares about is money. All he cares about is, is money. And you saw like, towards the end of the series like they added his son to the to the school like yeah like he was a a student at the school (laughs) when they had the um the presidency race and uh yes zoe zoe had the tape of him sucking his thumb and his bad to like derail his presidency campaign (laughs) yes and michael he was like he was he redid penny's look and they were like damn girl you look like condoleezza rice like Mm -hmm. But yeah, how do you feel about like Penny as a character? Do you feel like she was like a real well-rounded character, like someone for young kids to look up to? She was well-rounded when they wanted her to be, but if yeah. we're keeping it in a butt, like she was, she was a brat for the most part. She was. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't want to listen to her parents a lot of the time. She, she felt to peer pressure all the time. Like yeah, yeah. She's I not as say. bad as La Cienega. La Cienega is just mean, man. Like, yes. I don't think she ever changes the show. <laughs> I don't know about you. You're right. She doesn't. I, like, I do not care if you're, like, my best friend's friend. If I don't like, like, you're not hanging out with me if I don't like you. Like, I don't know why they kept La Cienega around because she was literally mean to all of them. I, I mean... You explain you a girl. You you tell me what, what what's up with that. <laughs> I don't understand why that would ever happen. I don't know. I've never met in all my years like a mean girl like that. I've never had two things. I've never had like a rival like La Cienega. Mm. May, maybe in fourth grade, my best friend um is my best friend now. She might have been my La Cienega, but then we became best friends. So maybe we weren't. But <laughs> It's because we, it. yeah. Um, and then the gross sisters, there was nobody like bullying me or taking my lunch money as a kid. Like, oh. that was we went to a small school, so we did, but like, that's not a thing. And I always wondered, like, what if you just tell the gross sisters no? What they gonna do? They will be, yes, what you mean. I've rarely seen them beat anybody's ass. You look at them, and you go, you go test that only- theory. The only person that could really beat ass was Olay, the big one. Mm, I don't know. I think they all got hands. You think so? The little, little sh- the little short one, you know, the baseball episode, she had a whole run. <laughs> she put out that is- big ass bat. For all of you that don't know, because I watched all the episodes, so I know all their names. Oh, my the- God. <laughs> the ringleader, her name is Nubia. The big okay. one is Olay. And then the little one is Gina. Okay, but you well, remember the episode when they gave Olay a makeover, right? I think I remember that as a kid. I don't think I watched that one. And she was hanging out with Penny and her crew, and she's the muscle of the group. So when she was gone, when Nubia and Gina was trying to jack people for their money, they did not have the muscle. And people was just laughing at them like, oh, what y'all gonna do? So they really not shit without Olay. I guess so. 
I'm just saying because that one episode when Penny saved up all her money, she saved fifty dollars. <laughs> Penny saved $50 and they took her $50. I'll be damned if someone took $50 from me. You would have to have me at gunpoint to take $50 from me. Gunpoint? Gunpoint. You die over $50? I would die over $50. Yes, I would. That's a sad, sad thing. I would leave this earth for $50. <laughs> you know how hard I work? You gonna take my money? Hell no. Mm-hmm. So wrapped up in the material things of this earth. I'm very materialist. I'm sorry. Real I know material who I am. Over here. Material world, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know who else wasn't a good character or a good friend? Who? Dejanay. <laughs> yeah, she she real wishy washy. There were so many times where she would leave Penny. You know that episode where she left Penny with her siblings to babysit, and she went to the concert. Mm-hmm. That is a fucked up best friend. And she does that to everybody. I know, but like, if that's your best friend and they screw you over like that, are y'all really friends? She's the reason her and Lacienica have beef in the first place because she exactly. wanted to pick Lacienica over uh, Penny. I, okay, but Lacienica was the better cheerleader. Like, if we're talking like skills, it was Lacienica. <sighs> Whatever. Penny needs some self-awareness. La Cienica was backflipping and tumbling and somersaulting. She yeah. had the skills. Who's I this new chick trying to move to the school and take my cheerleader spot, bro? We fight. <laughs> we fight. We supposed to be homies. You're like, oh, we used to be best friends back in there. Penny was like, That's yeah, that- in the sandbox. Like, what are you talking about? That's that nepotism shit. Okay, you need to, you need to be able to make it on your own skills. Not who you know. But what you bring. Well, that's why and she La played on the football team. And La Cienega was bringing it. <laughs> oh my god. La Cienega could do no wrong in terms of like talent. <laughs> like, she really can. She could sing. She could gymnastics. She could cheerlead. La Cienega was maybe my first like media introduction to Afro-Latina people. I guess so. Thinking name back another. Mind. Can you name another Afro Latina character? Oh. Uh, Michiko. Oh, okay, you got me there. Boom, boom, done. When did got that show me. come out? Like 2012. How you be knowing this shit off the dome? You knew the Parker stuff. You know this, like. <laughs> oh, I love Spider Man, and I love Michiko and Asha. Asiana, she's like um. <laughs> You remember the girl we went to school with who was also Afro-Latina? Yes. <laughs> she reminded me of her. <laughs> She's a nice person, though. She is. She is. I wonder if she knew Spanish. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, speaking of Spanish, can we talk about how Poppy would be cooking Sugar Mama? Okay, that's that, that's one thing I want So, like... I, I watch subtitles and everything in general. Were the subtitles on like back then? They had or... to be. They had to be. Do you think so? I feel like he was just roasting no. her in Spanish and we would just assume that he's just saying some out of pocket shit. No, there were subtitles. Okay. I think there, I, I'm pretty sure there were subtitles because I remember knowing when I was doing the rewatch, I was like, this nigga only speaks Spanish, and every time he's talking to Sugar Mama, he's like disrespecting her, and I <laughs> and I already knew that, so there had to be subtitles. 
when we originally watched it. Um, I just wanted Sugar Mama to learn Spanish so bad, so she so she wouldn't know what this trifling man was saying. This Poppy would say some nice things to her sometimes. When? When they first met. What did he say? I don't know. He, he like dipped her down, said some smooth shit. I don't know. Pop obviously no. he liked Sugar Mama because he hung around no. her all the time. He no, he hung around her because she was he ain't had nobody else to hang out with. He can hang at home by himself like a grumpy old man, but he did it. There was only one time that he ever complimented her, and that was when they sent Poppy to a nursing home where they were really, like, making the elderly people do forced labor, and Sugar Mama busted him out. That was, like, one of the few times that he complimented her. The other time when he complimented her was when she got when she turned into a bad bitch for her wedding. And that's when he... But I, I don't even think he knew that was her, though. When she was skinny. There's also the episode where she was a baseball coach, but she got depressed because the other rival coach oh, used to play yeah. with her. And then he started speaking English to her. He did! He did! <laughs> he did. He shook. So I always wondered, like, why is he dressed like the Joker? Why does he look like the Joker? And I think that's because he's based off of the Cesar Romero version of the joker i could be wrong but i think that's why i, I, don't, I don't know why else would they design a character with green hair little purple jacket looking that's like a diabolical laugh exactly exactly he's like one of the iterations of the joker there's not there's there's no other explanation i mean it's, it's it stands out that's for sure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but great characters um we talked a little bit about Sticky. So <laughs> I love him as a character because he was like nerdy. He was like really high tech. Um, he had his little like hover, his hoverboard, his hover scooter. And nobody ever really gave him shit for like being like the nerdy techie guy. Like people just mm-hmm. accept- accepted him that way. He was one of the more shorter characters, but like. He was still like part of the team. Like nobody really like made fun of Sticky like that, which I love. Yeah. He was down to hang out with the girls and I hate DJ Day the entire time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So can you did you watch Kim Possible? Mm-hmm. Orlando Brown, did he also voice like her like psych Wade? Or is that okay? Okay. Wade was voiced, I'm pretty sure, by Tia Tamara Maui's brother. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I could not remember whether um, Orlando Brown was Wade too, because they're basically the same character almost, kind of. Except Wade sits in his his room the entire time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, I love this show a lot. Like, it's one of those shows. Now that I've watched it, that I would I would add it into my rotation of um like shows that I just have on playing in the background. Hundred like, percent. I I, th- I think it's reached that tier because. Growing up, I don't think I watched a lot of Proud Family, but it wasn't because I was like actively avoiding Proud Family. I just didn't watch a lot of Disney Channel as a kid. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I, you know, I definitely watched a lot more Cartoon Network, but I definitely yeah. still watched plenty of Disney Channel because that's what my sister wanted to watch most of the time. So I only mm-hmm. got one real TV in the house at the time. So. I mean, I felt like I watched it a lot. You know, the Proud Family movie was a huge thing. Watched mm-hmm. that a ton, like a lot. 
I feel like I have. That needs to be its own episode. Every frame about it, like ingrained to my head. I remember mm-hmm. we watched it at uh, we were kids at daycare. We did. Yeah. Our, when? Our, our daycare teacher brought it for us to watch one day. We had popcorn and everything. What grade was this? It's definitely third or fourth grade. Damn. You know you our really teacher. Brought the Proud Family movie. Yeah. Who was it? We were like, yeah, Proud Family movie. Yeah. Who was the teacher? You I'll know believe her mama. Name. You know her mama or his mama. Oh. Wasn't it? Yep. Okay. 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 I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you've listened to our our last episode or when Not I was talking old. about. Okay, I was talking about Grandparents Day, and I said like so and so was my grandma. I bleeped her name because I just didn't want nothing to get traced back. So, you know, feel free to talk freely. We, we can talk. We can talk about. How's gonna find this? I'm just saying, we protecting identities up in here. <laughs> They'll find it eventually. Our our <laughs> fictional fans will find it eventually. <laughs> Not fictional. They're going to be real soon. They'll be real. <laughs> got us the top 52 somehow, I guess. Uh, hey! Cue the air horn. Uh, well, did you have anything else you wanted to say about the Proud family? Yes. Um, the Proud Family, we rewatching it again. I feel like it deserves its spot as one of the, the best cartoons, maybe of all time, just because of what it was at the time, what it represented. It was a show that all intents and purposes, like was for black people. It was a black, black ass cartoon. It was unapologetically mm-hmm. black. And Facts. it did it did all of that without I think we kind of talked about this last time with the boondocks, but it was like it did all of it without being like, hey, we're a black cart like they never explicitly said that we're a black cartoon. You just kind of got it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, hey, look at us over here doing black stuff. It was just authentic. Um, especially when it came to like the character Zoe, it was like one of the only white characters in the show, but mm-hmm. they never really made it a point to call her the white girl or whatever or if they did it was like either subtle or for like comedic purposes one of the very last episodes of the series is a random ass episode but Penny rescues a duck that ends up being like this psycho duck that like beats up her friends and her family and stuff it's so mm-hmm. random but um the girl sisters are like they walk up on them they're taking their money and they're like oh the duck has to give us money too I forgot what they said, but like, they're like, you with the long neck. And so he's like, I gave you my money. And they were like, no, the quacker. And she was like, yeah, I gave you my money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a, that is such a like little clever, like subtle, like it could go over your head if you're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. But a real nigga like me was cackling. You know what I mean? Like, I just really, I really love this show. I hope that the reboot does it justice. I don't know if it's a reboot or a remake. What's the difference? I don't know. I want to say it's a reboot. Okay, a reboot. I hope the reboot does it justice because I think we could do without one. Like, the show is good as it is. 
Um, I hope they use this opportunity to tell more black stories, like, you know, keep it, keep it culturally aware, keep it authentic. I wonder if um, it's like targeting like kids or if it's for everybody. I think that's what I'd be more curious to know. I'm, I hope it's for everybody because rewatching the proud family, I was just as entertained as if I were a kid and it was because as many kid jokes as they had, there were some. It's a ton of adult jokes. A ton yeah. of like, I'm especially, a husband and I'm a mm-hmm. do stuff behind my wife type stuff. Yes, know? especially when it came to Trudy and Oscar, like the episode where uh, Penny thought Oscar was cheating on Trudy with Thingy, <laughs> <laughs> the woman that plays Thingy. Like those are there, there's some like mature content in these shows, and I like how even though this is a kid show, like we're not dumbing any messages down. Like, uh-uh. you know, we're just, we're just going to give it to you as it is. And I love that. And I hope they do that with this one. I, I feel like, I don't know, these days they tend, media tends to treat kids like kids. Like they don't understand things when they do, like they're right. dealing with stuff. Kids are dealing with stuff. They're, they're mature. And, you know, we're going to want to watch too. We're definitely going to watch it. Um, so yeah, was there anything that you wanted to add? I think you said it pretty perfectly. Um, I I don't know why I feel confident that the reboot will be well. Um, Mm -hmm. pretty sure the exact same team, most of the cast is coming back too. So, Mm -hmm. Kyla Pratt, yeah, besides just like maybe introducing like more current events, like they really Mm -hmm. shouldn't do anything different from what they did in the original, keep the same chemistry, same type of jokes and writing that they had before. I think mm-hmm. they're pretty much golden. I think there's a few other jokes that I just wanted to just to bring up. Um, so like Penny had said multiple times, like, we're Republicans, we don't pay taxes. Like that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that homeless episode, uh, Dijanae, one of the characters called one of the, the homeless girl like beloved from the Tony the Tony Morrison novel. Like it's just like little niche stuff like that that is like, you know, I don't know, like. Keep it the same. Don't change that. Like, in fact, take it a step further. You know, push the envelope with this. It's not like it's airing on TV. It's Disney Plus. So yeah, I think they'll have some a little bit of freedom to what they can do since they're on just just streaming and not Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right. I think there are some things they can update because even like um, one of the first episodes, Sticky has a pager. Okay, give these niggas iPhones. Okay, we're not in the pager era anymore. <laughs> And also, also, don't make no fucking episode about pirating music. That shit was hella scammy, and it was totally just a message by labels trying to get kids not to get free music. I was oh laughing my, my gosh. ass off. Bro. I'm so happy you brought that up because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, there ain't no way they sent the feds to her house because she, she downloaded free music. I said, this is my ass on LimeWire back in the day, and I didn't exactly. give up. Fuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Trying to have these kids thinking they finna have the ops outside ready to take them mm-hmm. down. <laughs> South Park had a similar episode too. South Park had a similar episode about pirating music and they took like, it was like they had the ghost of Christmas past and they took Kyle and Stan mm-hmm. on a journey and it was like, this is Puff Daddy. He can't have the super mega mansion. He's just in his regular mansion because y'all pirate music. Or this is Britney Spears. She can't have the latest 
airplane jet because y'all stole her music. Like, right. Okay, but that's like making fun of it. What di- what they did in that episode was they it was totally a message pushed out by like music labels for them to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my god, they're oh, just trying I'm... to take down Napster, which they did. Yeah. <laughs> One more shout for. out, um, the artist that they had, Sir Paid a lot. I'm pretty sure that was DMX. Hundred percent with DMX. Goat. It didn't look like another DMX goat. at all. I don't know. It at looked like all. I don't know why he looked like that. Honestly, mm-hmm. it was just so many like guests, the guest stars, the topics, everything. I love the Proud Family. Um, was it set in Los Angeles? That was the only other mm-hmm. thing that I really couldn't nail down. Was yeah, I'm pretty setting. sure it's set in LA. Yeah. California. Okay. Yeah, because they were nearby, like all the TV studios and all of that. So. All right. Well, that's our episode for this week. Um, if you liked it, you know, be sure to rate this on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. The ratings really help. Uh, we want to grow this out a little bit. So, you know, yes, give, us, yes. give us a five star. If you listen to it this long, you probably should give us a five star, to be honest. But, you know, you don't do what you want to do. Give us a five star. Leave a comment. Comments are also really good. Um, yeah. Um, like I said, this is the Two Nation Podcast on Code. I'm August, and we'll talk to y'all later. Peace and blessings. <laughs>